Howdy, 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 and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast. Actually, wait, shit, I should have said my name first, huh? Yeah, you should have. You fucked it up. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Blake Rea, uh, one of your hosts. And I'm AJ Hart, your other host. This is Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. Each week, we take your lovely ideas from the internet, from Reddit, email, Twitter, and YouTube, that's not an official channel. Wow. Thank you for su- pausing for me on there's that There's a one. super de- big delay, I think. <laughs> oh, no. Well, this this week's recording will be a lot of fun. Uh, we take oh, a no, it's I- not going to be. We're having <laughs> a, we are experiencing technical issues. Uh-oh. I'm okay. roboting for Blake. Blake's roboting for me. And Uh-oh. sometimes our delay is just really bad. Yeah, sometimes we don't even hear each other, which is a little bit problematic. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Not great for the quality of a recording. All right. Well, we'll we'll just. How about we just do our little opening bit, and if if we have issues, we can we can always postpone recording again. Okay. What do you got for me? Uh, I was just gonna ask how you been, man. What games you playing this week? Uh, I beat until nope, not until dawn. I beat Last of Us two. Very different games. I beat Indivisible. Oh shit! Right on. Good for you. And I'm back to the Yakuza grind. There's a lot of Yakuza games that you still have to burn. Oh, yeah, so, but I'm the closer right I, the closer I get through them, the more I'm starting to debate whether or not I go through three, four, and five, and then maybe I just hit one, two, and zero, and then hop on over to number seven and skip all those early two thousand games. Is that because they are just like, like on a technical level, not built very well, or is just they're not really regarded as the better ones? Uh, a little bit of both. Like they're not mm-hmm. remodeled the same way that the other two, uh, the way that Kiwami one and two are. So like, it's mm-hmm. just like a big jump to like an old, old game. They're just remasters and not remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Okay. and a little bit of just like, I want to try the cool street based RPG where it's just an RPG where you punch real hard. I like that. That's a good game. <laughs> what about you, my man? What are you I, playing? I have been spending every waking hour of this past week indulging in warhammer things so i have been <laughs> i i man like it's just become my like escape bullshit thing like <laughs> just like so much is going on in life right now uh you know with everything going on in the world and everything and, and shit it's just nice to have some things that you can just lean into yeah and i have just been painting sanding uh and just basing warhammer minis throughout the throughout the week and i also was like <laughs> it's gotten to the point aj where i'm like man i'm really tired of 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 painting warhammer minis i'm gonna take a break by playing a warhammer video game that's <laughs> that's my fucking and then when i'm tired of the warhammer mini game guess what i've done i just start reading a warhammer fu- a warhammer book like i've oh, you I have, good <laughs> i've churned through like three books in this past week and it is and i'm very happy about that but also like Fuck, dude! I need that I need is por- I need more I need books por- than I've read in the last decade, my man. Really? I thought you used to read. I thought you read a lot of books. It's just like once around college, you kind of dipped out on it. Uh, yeah. That I mean, I graduated in. Oh yeah. Hold on. Wait. You're not. I've only not- been out of college for a couple of years. Hold on. I'm way younger than I thought I was there for a little bit. Sorry. For some reason today, just like I woke up and like my bones are dust and my hair's gray and I noticed like really bad wrinkles and I've realized that like it's just because I haven't been eating my vitamins. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually a million years old. Mm-hmm. I just didn't eat my vitamins and slept bad. So I'm still young. Yeah, AJ, we've only been out of high school for like, what, seven years, six years? I went that, for a, that is I, almost a decade. I will give you that. That is like that is that is very close. Four more years and it will be a decade since I've left high school. Wow. 
That's a weird so, feeling, huh? In other words, it's only half a decade, in which case, it's really not worth rounding up that far, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for dramatic effect, you can say that. It's like, I haven't read a book in 10 years. And the- upon saying that, I feel like 90% of our audience will be like, yeah, that totally tracks. That totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the other reason why I feel like I'm like a million years old today is because like today I went to... D- Today I went for a small jog, and when I was done with the jog, I was like, I was coming near the end of the jog, and I was like, I should sprint it out. Just go ahead and wrap it up, you know, sprint it out for a good one. Oh, no. So I went ahead and sprinted for a good couple hundred feet, mm-hmm. and I was like lightheaded for the next hour and a half, dude. I was just like, oh, I'm never, oh, God, this, oh, but if I, oh, no, I, I feel I feel you on that. Like I've been trying to use this time of quarantine to get a little bit more fit, and sometimes I push myself a little bit too much. Uh, I worked out the other day, and as soon as I was done, I went to the bathroom and vomited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, maybe I need to be a little bit easier on myself because I am also getting old. My old bones they aren't they aren't what they used to. They're not pliable anymore. <laughs> These old bones will turn to dust if I push them too far. Do you wait? Weird question. You know, like how Luffy is a youngin, and when yeah, you get he's older, a spry nineteen-year-old. When you get when he gets older, do you think like he just becomes less stretchy? Like you know how you you play with like a, a Stretch Armstrong that's really old and it got really rigid. Is Luffy when he's old just going to become like a statue? Like dry well, there's out two rubber? options. One is like he's going to dry out and be a statue. Two is that he's going to be like a really flaky, crumbly man from like, if you oh, have a rubber band and you like no. open and close it and open and close it and open it and close it a bunch. Oh, it gets like those weird like stretch wrinkles. Uh, yeah. Uh, poor Luffy. Uh, luckily, he's probably going to die before he's 20. He'll probably die before he's 20. One Piece is going to end with him being murdered and stabbed to death. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. We should like make a game or something. We've, we spent our first 10 minutes talking about shit that isn't game related well let's not get too far there because we were talking about some video games mainly Uh, warhammer that's that's fair god aj i love warhammer so much i want you to play it the new edition aj the new edition comes out in like two weeks and i also might have picked up the other rule set for a completely different tabletop game that's gonna absorb all of my time but the new edition's (laughs) coming up god it's just like really addicting dude it's like really satisfying it's really a like to sit and paint is just really peaceful and it's like my huge, my biggest de-stressor. I would very much recommend it to anybody that's looking to de-stress. Um, but yeah, we were talking about games. Well, let's, let's talk about some games that shouldn't be made, though, friends. Let's talk about some video games that should not be made. How about you hit us with the first one? Oh, shit. I get to do first submission? Yeah, you seem really excited about getting into it. So I'm going to assume you got some stink to bring me. Uh, <laughs> I, I have stink, but it's not the stink you want. This one comes to us. <laughs> Side note, anytime I pull up your username, I have to go to your page because it always runs longer than your page than your posts. Like it gives me the dot dot dot. So this one comes to us from Don't July Don't July to Mel No, you buried the treasure in your eye. What does that mean? Dude, um, are you good? <laughs> I know I'm roboting right now. Uh that one that okay. That's that comes to us from at Dust in Your Eyes. Cheese Maker Simulator. Because you were mentioning stank, and what's stankier than cheese? So, AJ, 
I, I feel much. like I feel like we've talked about it before. You know, like how uh, like um, a few games ago we made that suit that you can like feel actual pain and sensations with. Yeah, I remember that. I believe that was for our Fast and the Furious Silent Hills video game. Yes, fa- Fast and Furious Fearless are the Silent uh, Silent Hills Fast and the Fast and Furious. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, we got to stop making games where it's just like takes like two sentences to say. But I do um, remember having our patented feels bad technology. <laughs> I want to make an extension to that. That's all about smelling because like i you can't do a cheese making simulator unless you can smell the rancid fucking cheese that you have in your refrigerator so i and think of all the different games you can make with that with something that you can actually like there's not a whole lot of games because all of them would revolve around the same thing you just like hey that smells bad and then you'd just be done playing the game no but you're right because like i think that we're getting close to that point where we need to have something new to our controllers right like Mm -hmm. We need to give them something to play with because I love controller gimmicks. Like if I'm playing the PlayStation 4 and I'm playing sick second son and I have to flip my controller sideways so I can do a spray paint, that feels God, super dope. So... God, <laughs> that reminds me. You went on like a second son rant earlier this week, didn't you? I just, just don't like... understand why people hate that video game. It rules so hard. That that game owns bones. Well, I don't know. Okay. So, okay. What, what do you think would like... Is there an infamous game we can make that is about smells? <laughs> because each game introduces like a new character that has a specific power. But what mm-hmm. if you do one that is all about? Okay, so here it's, well, it's we, here's it, here's we, what I could we call it, we call we it could the... play as a character that is the oh my god I had like four things all ding in my room and I thought that all of my electronic devices were on silent but I found out very <laughs> tragically that they, none of them are actually a- AJ's like really popular that's all of his Tinder notifications even though that's I think that's the Facebook sound but that's your Tinder that was a lot of different <laughs> no- notifications like I said I'm very popular okay so what I could propose is we could do an infamous game where you play as because like the, every the every conduit has like a thing that they are essentially a, a that person. We've got a lightning mm. person, a smoke person, a neon mm. sign person. We could have our character of our next infamous game be a cheese person. Oh, okay. And the uh, way okay, and so like they get all the they have like all King, the powers like of manipulation of cheese. You know, they can make a big cheese wall. They can turn into a big cheese wheel and zoom around super fast. I I think they should also be kind of like King Midas. Like anything they touch is cheese. <laughs> that's one of the like ultimates oh. that they get in the late game. Oh, that's not a very fun feeling. Um, for a melee thing, they can get they have like a mozzarella. Their hand can turn into a big mozzarella cheese whip. Mm-hmm. And like as you upgrade it through the game, it'll get longer and longer can, and longer. Can I, can I pitch you one like little character? Because I feel like every infamous game is all about the character. You know, oh, yes. like, like Cole, it's Cole, right? Was the yeah, first Cole, guy. Cole McGrath. Yeah, he was cool because he had like a, a pretty bitchin' style, shaved head. The second guy, also amazing style, but was also like a street rat. Like a I little love Delson so much. He's a cool character design. Really, really awesome. I suggest we do somebody who looks a little little bit like Solid Snake. But instead of a c- <laughs> instead of a cigar, he has a string cheese that he just bites into. He doesn't like separate it. He just like bites into string cheese like it's like some gross ass cigar. And he just <laughs> always has a piece of string cheese in his mouth. Well, you you proposed the idea that he's got a little bit of a King Midas situation. Might I propose mm-hmm. this? It was a cigar until he popped that bad boy into his mouth and then it turned into uh, a cheese stick. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. And that's. <laughs> so where does the smell of vision come in? Um, so here's the way that this game is going to work. There's a special controller that you can buy for it that has the smell of vision inside of it. And you're going to have to go out and refill that every now and again. 
one of the key mechanics of the infamous games is like you need to charge up your superpowers, right? Mm-hmm. Delson's gonna run out of smoke. Cole McGrath's gonna run out of electricity. You need to make sure you're juicing up. But how do you find cheese in the world? We can't offer some sort of cheese vision, but what we can offer is a smell-o vision. Okay, so your you controller, just go when you just, are near a cheese, will start to pr- like fume up the controller. So when you're low on cheese energy, you have to start walking around the map, and you have to hold the controller close to your nose, and you have to play a little bit of like hot, hot Why? and cold Wait, to I was find pict- where the I cheese is. I was picturing is. this is just like a piece of technology that you just strap to your nose. Like this is <laughs> like it looks like a little piggy nose that you just put on there, and there's a big ass strap that goes around your head, like a VR mask, but like less fun. Well, because like I oh actually you know what we could also do. There's two things we can do here. Um. I don't know if you've ever if you ever thought this, but I, when I first got a PS4 controller, when I looked at the uh, the touchpad, uh, I thought it was a scratch and sniff touchpad. Like weird shock. I know most people most people had that reaction. So what if we do? Yeah, a that's thing. normal. So everyone thought we, that. So if we get the PS4, or the PS5 con- uh, controller actually is going to have a scratch and sniff thing. So I feel like we can utilize this technology. This is going to be a launch title for the PS5. So it's it's called Second Second Son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a cheat. It's a basically you have to go around uh, and infamous and, second and, second son. The wheel keeps on turning. Oh shit! Oh my god, <laughs> that's so good actually. And you know what? You know what you could do. You know, like there's like weapon wheels in games. So if you pull it up, it's just like it's a cheese wheel <laughs> that rotates, and then like imprinted on it because like people love like burning like things into cheese for some reason. Dude, the the, the whole side note. Side note. Putting this aside. Cheese community is a little weird because it's like it's very kind of posh. Hold on. How much information do you have about the fucking cheese community, Blake? I know a lot. I want to make sure you're a little bit educated I, before you say something really fucking horrible and we get canceled by the cheese community. I mean, like all five of them. I don't care. <laughs> Blake, um, no, fuck <laughs> off, because eventually the show's going to get large enough that we're going to get guests, like, we're going to do live shows and people are going to bring us gifts, and I need to ensure that we're going to get the good cheese from the cheese community, so don't say shit about them, alright? I mean, I, I can make, I'm down to make fun of literally any other community, you? I draw the line at the cheese community. <laughs> well, you're posh because you want the good shit. If, like, a fan brought us a pack of craft singles, I'd be, I'd be, like, jazzed. No fan of ours would be willing to bring us cheese in the mouth, AJ. Our fans respect us more than that. (laughs) You don't like Kraft singles, dude? I wouldn't wipe my ass with Kraft singles. (laughs) Why would you wipe your ass with any cheese? All right, I think this I think this game got a little bit away from us, but it's like okay, it's it's infamous, but you have cheese and there's a scratch and sniff mechanic. If you actually depending, you have to judge it by the smells because this was the point I was trying to make. People are very 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 strict about cheese. It's got to smell right. It's got to have the right texture. It's got to be you know molding for enough amount for the 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 perfect amount of time. So when you scratch and sniff, you have to the you have to get good at sniffing when cheese is good versus bad. So if you like absorb cheese that's too bad, guess what? You don't have enough power or it only gives you a little bit of juice. Yeah, that would make sense. Brother, do you have a game? I got one for you. All right. Tell me about it. This comes from Twitter. It's me, Roxy, at see-through girl. That's a good name. Disney Princess Animal Sidekick Simulator. 
run around and cause hijinks while strategically, yet indirectly, pushing parts of the plot along. Oh, interesting. So we're playing, like, the reptile from, from, uh, oh, God, Tangled. God, oh, thank moves. God. I was really worried that you were about to say the reptile from Mulan, and I was going to lose my mind <laughs> if you did not know the name of Mushu. I didn't until you I just mentioned I could still lose it. my mind on you on the, for the fact that you don't know the name of Pascal. Pascal. Pascal's a good name. God, please tell me I'm right and that little lizard's name was Pascal and yes, I'm not a big pa- it's idiot. Pas- yeah, it's Pascal, dude. I remember God, I- that. Be- I, yeah, because it was like I always thought it sounded like Pastel. Can't believe you didn't know who Pascal was. I can't believe you didn't remember <laughs> Pascal's fucking name. Uh, what is the name of the dude from Tangle? Do you remember that, Boyo? What was his real name? Are you talking about Flynn? Yeah, but that's not his real name. That's his real name. That's not his real name. Oh, fuck, fuck off, Eugene. Oh, it's Eugene. That's a stupid name, and you and I both know Wait, it. You... If I met a guy named Eugene, I would bully him immediately. Flynn had such a better idea choosing the name Flynn. Why do you have such hate against Eugene? That's a, that's like a, that's a pretty decent name. I don't know why you're so bad about it. It was my dad's middle name, and I ever only heard it when my mom was and frustrated with this, my dad. So just I just have like this... I have a bad connection to it. <laughs> if wait, I heard the mo- name you... Eugene in my wait, youth, I was like, oh great, my dad fucked up. Wait, did your mom? <laughs> did your mom do that thing where like she used their full name? Uh-huh. Like when they're angry that's such a weird thing that like i think only moms do because i know my mom did it as well she'd be like blake alexander Rea, and i'd be like what the fuck one step closer to doxing blake uh, i mean like <laughs> i got put on I, I fuck i have a public twitter i, I get put on blast <laughs> at least once a week <laughs> yeah moms do that thing where like they'll, they'll say your full name and like hearing your own full name triggers something but hearing your father's full name just activates a fight or flight in the whole home. <laughs> just the, like the, just the, the, the whole uh, structure of the household. Is yeah, failing. if I heard a Douglas Eugene Hart, I was like, uh-oh. Wait, your dad's name's Douglas? Yeah. Why did... What did you think my dad's name was? I, AJ, for some reason, I don't remember ever hearing your dad's name. Like, that's... Hold on, does it spark a memory in you? Blake, are we long lost... Br- Blake, are we long lost brothers? I mean, probably not. <laughs> um, no, I just I I I I know you've mentioned your dad's name before, but I could just for some reason I have this strong feeling like I've never heard AJ's dad's dad's name before, because it's just like when we talk about our parents, it's like, hey, my dad. It's not. It's not like I'm gonna when I'm telling you about my dad. It's like, yeah, Joe is really getting on my ass about whatever. Your dad's name is Joe. Yeah, well, it's Joey. It's Joey something Raya. I forget his middle name. Hey, what a, the fuck I'm does this have to do bastard. with video games? I don't know, man. Like, we're in a, <laughs> we, we've been we we meant to record. This is like our third time trying to record today. So like, both AJ and I are in like a weird tumbly state. I'm on my third cup of coffee, and I've been just head banging all morning. We um, have. Uh, this is the third time we've tried to gear up for this podcast recording. <laughs> yeah, our, uh, like we weren't kidding. My internet's really been shitting the bed on this. <laughs> so, and then. It's just been a weird morning. AJ and I had like an hour long conversation talking about fake go characters and how they're just all of them are great. Um, and uh, and it just talking about dumb shit. So, so we are definitely going to be playing as a little lizard in this video game. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna say it, everybody. This is gonna be kind of a chill episode that's not really focused. Um, <laughs> I, I love you all. 
we're going to be doing hundreds of these episodes, so a couple <laughs> of them are going to be weird and just like chill out episodes. Let's try and figure out a game, though. <laughs> I mean, we're right. already 20 minutes into this episode. Yeah, we're still 20 minutes. We're almost halfway done. Oh, fuck. Like we, we've we fucked fuck up all bad, done. dude. <laughs> Usually by this time, we have actually stumbled across like our nug potential thing, huh? <laughs> oh, man. I feel like so I feel so unprofessional. I think that maybe for the rest of this episode, we just point out how bad of a job we're doing as podcast <laughs> hosts. Keeps us humble. Keeps us humble. <laughs> All right. That one apparently didn't stick. So I'm going to try right. another one. No, 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 no. Let's let's I, 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 I want to. They they took their time out of their day to give us a submission. I want to try and at least summarize something. I don't feel it would be cool to just drop people's submissions. So let's let's try something. All right, so you play as a little lizard. Uh, mm-hmm. Our lizard, ah, oh, shit, what color is it going to be? Can't be red. Well, no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's do something else, because, like, ever, what, because, like, it could be a reptile, because reptiles are popular lately, because Frozen 2 just had that little little ice lizard, right? Frozen 2 had a blue lizard, too? Shit, we're running out of colors. I mean, <laughs> it's not like there's, like, at least 200 of them. <laughs> I have no basis for that number other than. Can like we do a yellow bit. lizard? I don't really want to have a yellow I lizard. Wanna, you know what? I I want to go back to up. I want to go back to up. I want a bird companion because we don't get enough of those. So, right, how, so you're playing as a bird companion. So how about how about a bright yellow and orange owl? How about that? Okay. So you're an owl, and you are. So can you read the submission again? Because you're try you're like doing things in the background that help R- the main story work out, correct? Yeah. Or- run around and cause hijinks while strategically yet indirectly pushing parts of the plot along. I think this is like this is like the squirrel from Ice Age. I think would be a really good comparison. Fuck yeah, you're gonna yes, you're gonna play as Scrat. We're gonna th- welcome to the Scrat video game. I mean, you play there is scrat. a there is a Scrat video game, dude. And the whole purpose of this game is like it, it it's environment puzzles maybe it's not scrap well it is scrap but you have a disney princess that you have to protect and make sure that she gets all of her jobs done what what disney princess would want scrap around actually you know what it is it's that it the the squirrel because most disney princess animals love it's not the a squirrel princess. it's a scrap it's a it's, squirrel rat it's a scrap okay, <laughs> okay scrat so is mo- scrat. most most disney animals love the princess that they are with scrap famously values acorns above anything this lady hails from an acorn kingdom, and w- and her tiara is made of acorns. So that's his reason for staying, and he's going to be doing weird fucking level shenanigans to steal the princess crown. So this is actually a heist game, AJ. I didn't okay. know if you knew that. So it's basically him working his way around... It, uh, it, Scrat is working their way... Oh, God, I can't believe we're, we're making another IP game. <laughs> Are we kind not cre- are we not creative enough to to, to make our own characters? Or, like and name do- an original IP you've played in the last two years. Uh, well, most of the games I've played lately, all the big games are, that- are based off of like books or an existing thing that wasn't a game beforehand. Exactly, video games don't work when they're original IPs. L- look at it, Last of Us Two, biggest game this year. It's the last IP I've played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Gears of War Five. Oh We've my got god, you're Yakuza right. Yakuza Remix. Blake, why would we bother making new and original video Fucking games? Catherine, Stealing dude. IPs Cat- is the way to do it. God, you're right. That's that's a, that's you're right. That's game design. That's core game design. So I so based on stealing ideas, I do know what the core I, story wait, of our game is second. going to be. Like anything that fucking Bethesda has not 
not developed, but they've produced like they have that new shooter game coming out. That's like Groundhog's Day, but you are just like playing the oh, game. Fuck, over it's and just over again. angry Groundhog's Day, isn't it? Yeah. Also, also like anything not original out, now, Damn. anything, anything out of um, the people who developed uh, uh, Enter the Gungeon or Minute uh, Devolver Digital, like anything. Right, Devolver's done. the only original game developer. You got me. <laughs> AJ, there's just no. <laughs> we could go back to that itch.io bundle from like the the one the one we were helping like support the uh, like a couple episodes back. There All was right, thousands of games. You caught me. You caught me. It was for the bit. AJ, are you on a game design podcast and know nothing about game design? Because <laughs> that so makes both of us. I think that our scrap video game. You play uh-huh. a scrap, and like I think that the princess is trying to go through like a. Uh, princess and the pauper storyline and that's why you as scrat are like like you're trying to help her get out of the castle you're help trying to help her ditch well, the crown how about, how you're about trying this? to help her enjoy her life how? as a little pauper that way you can keep that crown for yourself nice. well i think it could be more something like this so there is this you are in this acorn kingdom you are scrat and you want to steal the princess's crown or steal like you and maybe you're working your way up to the crown first you're going to steal you are from the a companion. Lo- you do still want the best for this princess you just also want the acorn crown. so how about this so basically cuz the submission was like your mishaps help move the plot along so if he's doing heists where he's like going to sneak into a warehouse and steal some acorns it turns out in the process of doing that he busts like a crew of people that were planning on raiding the 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 palace that night. So like his heists result in like people that are against the princess being caught. They're trying to like assassinate the princess. Actually, this is a Disney. Well, no, like nineties in nineties well, doing shit like trying to steal the acorn shaped key, and then he'd bring it back to the princess and be like, "Check out this acorn shaped key. It's, it looks like a tasty acorn, huh?" And the princess would be like, "Ah, oh, scrap. That's just the key, you silly goober." Thanks, though. I'm out of here now. <laughs> okay, there we go. So she's maybe like that's this, what it is. Like you're just like getting a bunch of acorn shaped. She's trying items. to escape her tower, and like each level to get down through the tower requires different things. So like maybe to she unlocks the door with the first key, and then she has to go to the next floor, and then the uh, the the following floor requires its own set of puzzles or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You got a video game for me? That's a little bit. That's a little video game. All right. Let me. I'm let gonna me, count that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there's a there's a rough concept there. Is it a game? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Okay. All right. This one I fucking love. This one comes to us from Half Shark. Can't travel. At Melbent SSB, a jet set radio Tony Hawk style game about gangs of punk rollerblading maids fighting for turf and customers in a resort. All right. All right. So I want a good rollerblading game. There isn't enough of them. So this is a resort that is all power, like all of the staff have rollerblades. And it's, oh my God, what if it's like a, um, <laughs> Where do where do like people that that participate in the X Games like stay when they're on vacation? The X I wanna, Hotel, of course. I want to, yeah. Then that's what this game's about. It's about the X Games Hotel, and it's them. It's like all the it's all the staff fighting fighting for turf in this hotel. <laughs> so it's like it's kind of an open world thing, but it's like the open world is just this resort. So there's like a water park section. There's uh like a fancy like uh beach area. Or there's also just like a straight up skate park in the center of it, like the like the world's biggest skate park. So are is this like a thing where it's like an MMO where you can choose which rollerblade people you're with? 
Um, because I'm th- I'm figuring this is a little bit like um, uh, what's that? God, it was that one game we made a while back about the Bass Pro Shops pyramid. Oh, the faction multiplayer game. Yeah, so I'm wondering if it's a little bit like that, but everything is just rollerblade themed. No, because like I think that part of the part of the issue with like those like multiplayer competitive games is like it, it doesn't open itself up to a nice, fun, experimental skateboarding game. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what we want this game to be is like a fun stunt fiesta. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's a good I, name too, actually. Stunt fiesta. <laughs> I fucking that love doesn't that. Have, that doesn't relate towards maids or gaining. Uh, business at all so not uh, sure how about, about how about we'll, stunt, we'll put it stunt, the... stunt cafe how about that stunt cafe now we're talking <laughs> so i think um <laughs> like the core of the story would probably be just like oh you need to rollerblade and do stunts so that you can do better and unlock all the stuff I, and like i think it would play like uh what the fuck was that game american wasteland tony hawk's american wasteland Oh, where you can like get off of your board and go interact with people. It's not yeah, just but, skating, but it's but like more about like anytime you were up at like, oh, we need this objective done. Somebody would be like, all right, bud, I need you to do 100 million points and also make sure that you grand on these two rails and one combo. And so you'd oh be trying God. to get that trick down over and over and over until you got it. And then that would impress like 20 made or 20 uh, customers. I feel and then like your th- total customer point would go up. I feel like this should also be somewhat of a delivery game because you can do a thing where like you are in a restaurant, but you get from table to table. Oh my God. So that's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you have the cafe, like the dining area is also a skate park, but like the tables are in select areas that you can only get to by skating to it. That's the thing that makes it really cool. And tricks that you get, the more points that you can rack up on your delivery when you make Mm. that delivery is going Mm -hmm. to impress more people. The more mm-hmm, people you've impressed, the more your clientele for your maid cafe increases, the more missions and the more points you get, and then the more hotel you unlock. Mm-hmm. And then each section that you unlock is a completely different sort of setup. So yes. it could be like it's it unlocks new areas to skate so you can like set it up like, hey, you're on the clock or you're off the clock on the clock means you have to like make deliveries, do tricks off the clock is just free, free rollerblading. And there has to be AJ, there has to be a section where uh that unlocks and it's just roller derbying and it becomes its own like sub mini game <laughs> i God, also dude. love this idea of like if we're going to be doing this like really rock and roll like roller hotel i want other zones that you unlock to add new mechanics right like mm-hmm. i want you to unlock like the balcony area and like the balcony area has like rails all over the place but the way that these rails are different is when you hop on them you start zipping faster like like all of a sudden on those special rails, it plays like uh, like a Sonic the Hedgehog game or like a oh, Sunset shit. Overdrive. Oh, okay, like wonderful. When you're grinding on those, you're locked on and you don't need to worry about balance. But you're going to be thinking about like, okay, where do I want to jump to next? Where it becomes a platformer, basically. Moving? Yeah, yeah you have to like pick which rail based. you want to be on. You can stunt while you're jumping from rail to rail, to rail oh, but the rails shit. themselves act differently than most rail grinding. Fucking sweet. Okay. Um... <laughs> maybe there's some areas that there are going to be like bounce pads. And if you mm-hmm. can go to the bounce pad area, then maybe you can like wall jump off of stuff and go higher up. Like mm-hmm. different zones are going to have different mechanics for you to play with in our rollerblading stunt game. Mm-hmm. But again, okay. I do want it to play like a Tony Hawk game where like as you're going, you can like grind, press the trick button, try to skate on one skate. I have um, I have a question. For, I have a thing for you. So one. Um, 
the, everything, like the biggest thing, in my opinion, about Tony Hawk games and Jet Set Radio is the soundtrack. Who is going to do the soundtrack? Might I suggest we just take all of Ken Ashcorp's discography and that's just the radio. <laughs> that or Daft Punk would be pretty good. But actually, Daft Punk doesn't hit as hard. Well, um, we need we need to think about like what's the aesthetic that we want to go for, right? Like mm-hmm. Tony Hawk had a made, bunch of bro. like had a bunch of like rock, like rock and early like punk rock and like hip hop rock and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? A lot yeah. of lot of well, it's also mainly, a lot it's of mainly Green like prog. Like it's that. like prog rock. I would I would say. Like Just prog- that radio is full of like electro funk. Yeah, God, dude, that soundtrack fucking slaps like really hard. Now, my immediate thought for our Maid Cafe. Mm-hmm. rollerblading game <gasps> something like uh caravan palace it's still like a little oh. bit like electro funky but maybe a little bit more like electro jazz i guess M- might i suggest like a happy medium between all of these and i think it's on brand just moe shop like like okay like a like a pastel electronica yeah, I, don't, I don't know the term for it but like that that's kind of the best i can get is like that light-hearted well, pastel feeling electronic music yeah i i i don't know like i feel like moe shop kind of dips and dives between a bunch of different i'm sorry i was thinking of snail house not moe shop no no (laughs) very similar but no (laughs) actually not really oh god i think i want it to be like a snail house vibe really where it's just like you want to make a chill like rollerblading game yeah i think i I do okay i can get behind that fuck yeah there we go our snail house rollerblading game aj hit me up with another game all right we're getting somewhat back on track (laughs) this comes from alley cat on twitter at millennium hoo-ha hell yeah a dating game where you're an undercover detective dating <gasps> the suspects of the case in order to gather clues and figure out who done it. Oh my god. Okay. This uh, rule is so fucking <laughs> much. Okay, what do you think is cuz I feel like every murder mystery you got to choose the backdrop first. Is it a noir? Is it a modern thing? Is it like a 1980s thing? Is it like a cyberpunk thing? Where do, what direction do you feel like going? Huh. Cuz I feel like we I I have not seen a dating game set in noir. I think that could be a lot of fun. So like 1930s, 1940s kind of like You're talking like a, a day like any other day kind of noir. Yeah, like that, but not as like cheesemo. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I'm super into that. Yeah, like this like time piece, like 30s dating simulator. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm into that very much. Okay. So you're a private detective that has been like we have to figure out. Uh, sorry, correction. You're a private detective. <laughs> but you can also use the term from the time uh i think they called them private dicks was like the slang (laughs) i'm pretty sure yeah i think it was a private dick (laughs) is that really what they were called i think it was yeah i want to i want to fact check this yeah a private dick a private investigator <laughs> all right so the jokes write themselves the jokes write themselves dude i fucking man i love how words change over time like it's just how some of them just become really weird like 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 i think my favorite one is um i know we're getting away from the the idea but i think it's just funny is how boner has changed over the over the generations because like there are like batman comics from like the 60s where he's like oh you've made a boner um, but like boner meant like you've made a mistake or you were acting like a fool. <laughs> yeah, and I want that to come back because like let me just tell you the 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 emotional high you can have when you call somebody a boner. <laughs> pretty top tier. Like if you haven't done it yet or done it recently, just call someone that. It, it, no one sees it coming. 
and it has like this <laughs> playful nature to it. It's top tier. Uh, it's like it's like calling somebody cuck. It's just like not yeah. really. It's not really expected. All right. I'm, so you play as a private investigator, and a there's private like dick, a private a, dick. Come you on, plays a private dick, and there's like twelve people that maybe killed did the murder, and you have mm-hmm. to go undercover and find out who, how, like who did it, why they did it, and how they did it, and you need all mm-hmm. of those before you can get to any of the ends. Mm-hmm. Is it one of those things like? You know what would be kind of an interesting concept to do, and I don't know how it would, like, change the vibe of it, but maybe this is like the after, like the aftermath of like a murder, murder, like uh, they call them like cabot, like a cozy murder, where it's like a self-contained murder, where like everybody's locked in a house, somebody died, and they have to spend the course of the night or the course of the day figuring out who it was, but maybe they never did. So now this is the aftermath of why you were brought in. So you're going to like all of the people because that instantly gives us a group of people to investigate. So okay, like so they, so there was like the the whole like tropey murder hotel, right? Like there was yes, like 12 they people all in a hotel. It. Somebody was murdered. They all left the hotel. Mm-hmm. There that that person, that Sherlock Holmes was like, I, I did such a bad job. I mm-hmm. need to call my buddy who's mm-hmm. way better at this stuff and way more discreet than me. I got to call private dick. You know, it'd be kind of interesting. Maybe the person that was murdered was the private investigator, which would give them a reason to investigate it. So it's like they're maybe Holmes was killed. So sure. Oh, my God. So it's like the main like the smartest. (gasps) That would be kind of cool because that would kind of go against the grain a little bit of like the person who was best fit to solve this murder died. So that would explain why this person's going undercover and dating them because they think that's like the best way to investigate. Because maybe they're not, like, they aren't trained in investigation. So they're like, I guess I just go sleep with them, and then I'm going to find out my answer. <laughs> well, they're not <laughs> using... I, I would argue that maybe the romance is a... The romances aren't necessarily, like, because are you, are you they're saying, trying Are you get, saying you don't, don't want to, like, potentially... to be going into these things with nefarious purposes. He's not... They're not a fuckboy. They're not trying to make this person fall in love so that they can give it up. They're trying uh. to make them fall in love so that they can... <laughs> find the murder excuse me i'm sorry <laughs> um i don't know like it's a dating game like it become it that's the you gotta have that aspect you know what, for it to be fair. a dating yeah, game we can we can just so 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 is people. it that's kind of like that's a little spicy man like you, every every interaction starts off as an investigation but there's a little flirty vibe going on okay so then then like we need to decide what what is the core gameplay loop right because like mm-hmm. as you and i both know if we want to make a dating game that's a absolute like sensation right we gotta look it's gotta at be like Ball. bejeweled have, right like, a fun matching me- mechanism <laughs> we look at games like Helltaker, which is like a fun little like pushy puzzle mm-hmm. we need to think how like, about what is how about the this puzzle AJ, how about this how about this how about this how about this so you know like how in a bejeweled thing like certain items are worth more points so what about this um oh my god this actually sounds this would be pretty cool so you are shown the uh the crime scene and there's like a bunch of different items there. There's like a knife. There's a blood stain. There's uh, a smashed mirror. So all of those things become little bubbles in that bejeweled style thing. If you want to investigate something very precisely, you need to make nothing but those matches. So like well, what you... I'm saying is like, I don't want to do the matching. I think that would I, be I wanna, fun. I want to think about a different gameplay that we can use as our dating piece. Mm-hmm. I don't I know. I was I... thinking, what if it's like a, um, like a I spy thing? 
So yeah, like, but I feel that's even more common than the doing the matchy bits. I feel like if we try it, like, here, stick with me for a second, because I feel if, like you, it gives a purpose behind why certain things are worth more. And it also makes the investigation more interesting, because here's the thing. Say you are trying to solve a crime scene. You need to score at least a thousand points on the bloodstain. Like you need to get a thousand points worth of matching on the bloodstain orbs to act to properly investigate it and get the evidence out of it. Because if you don't play the bejeweled game well enough, it actually affects your investigation abilities. So it can like change the game a little bit. Because with Honey Pop, it was just like make enough matches and you get to you succeeded at this date. But with this, it's like don't make enough matches. You don't have enough information to properly, you know, narrow it down. Ask the correct questions. Yes. So okay. like, might I propose this one then? Because mm -hmm. I, rather than do the gameplay of the bejeweled gameplay where it's like a matches, what's the one game where like you have a cannon at the bottom of the screen and you aim it with like different colors? Bubble of the blast. Ball? Bubble like blast. a bubble blast type thing. That way God. we can actually love lean into this like. You're a detective. You're trying to choose your questions. You're trying mm -hmm. to make the conscious decision of what you do want to match and what you don't want to match. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, it'd be kind of fun too. And then what we if can you have this whole fun like, uh, like UI where like it looks like a like old like detective revolver, and you can have like a little magnifying glass in the bottom left that would show like what color ball you're going to what? be shooting out. How next. about how, how about this? How about this? How about this? We gamify the conversation. So like we take, we combine our ideas. So the person you're interrogating or interviewing or on a date with is playing against you. So like if you, you have to connect a certain amount of bubbles to ask a specific question or advance the conversation, but this person can then also be scoring points that can deflect your, deflect your questions, or it might make your game or the, the connections they make, make your game harder. Or it makes it like a little bit more difficult to make certain connections, like it adds balls or adds. Um, oh, it adds like uh, it adds like just obstructions that like uh, we call. I, I don't know what the fuck to call them, but it's like it blocks you from making connections to ask. Yeah, specific they'll, they'll questions. put like a big like <clears throat> solid orb in the center of the screen that you then will have to shoot around and bounce your ball off the side of the screen uh, to get the shot that you need yes, rather than just yes. shooting it straight up. Yes, 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 yes. So you can like it at and like every time you make a match, it just like it gives like a, a cool little uh, L.A. Noir question that they give like a one sentence response to, because if it's like really deep conversation, I doubt you'll be able to pay attention to it while playing the bubble blast game. Yes. OK, yes, this rules. And then like this means that like when like every time you go on to an investigation role, like or a night with them where you're talking, getting to know each other, doing your investigation. Mm -hmm. they're always playing against you so different mm -hmm. characters are going to have different strengths the game's going to get tougher as it goes on because the ai on the opponent's side is going to get better and better as the dates go on mm -hmm. also like each level has to have its own specific um like environment obstructions maybe where it's like you have a level where you only can like do bounce like do angled shots you can never shoot anything straight on or it could be a thing where it's like you actually can't hit this specific ball or it's going to make you fumble your words or something like that. Yes. I like that a lot. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, because like sometimes like you can do those bubble bubble games and like, if you get the match up above, you can drop a bunch of balls. Mm -hmm. But in this game, like you'll hit a point where like, if you do that, you'll rush the conversation and that would be a problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, you can do a thing where it's like, maybe it's really quick rounds because what you can do is, is like, if you go to a crime scene or you, 
walk in on somebody doing something, you are shown a like a still of the environment. So it's like you see bloodstain, you see knife, or if you're like showing up somebody's apartment, you can see that they have a duffel bag on the bed that looks like it, it maybe has a little bit of blood on it or something. You can then then after investigating those things or seeing those things, that gives you a hint of what specific combo you're looking for in the conversation. Because you can like look at a crime scene and be like, hey, there's uh, you're going to just get the bloodstained ones. And then as you beat that level, you find out it's just grape juice and that doesn't advance your it doesn't advance your investigation at all. So then you have to play the level over again. And that's the satisfying gameplay loop of like narrowing it down and trying to figure out what exact questions you need to ask to this specific person. It's a lot like uh, like Vampire, where like some dialogue trees are more rewarding than others. But yeah, you can but like, still get like some information. Is, like, that means that the colors are narrative led rather than just like, oh, Sally likes hot and heavy people. Like it's like <laughs> Jimbo has a busted up car. We mm. need to ask Jimbo about his busted up car. You need to get lots of car points. His car is red. So you need Tur- to get turns red out. Turns out they really like car uh, car uh having sex in a car and that accident was happening because he was doing that. <laughs> Jimbo's nasty. I mean, Jimbo's name a little like bit Jimbo. of an exhibitionist. Jim- Jimbo's a himbo, dude. <laughs> Jimbo's a bit of a himbo. He maybe killed Sherlock Holmes with a rock. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Give him a kiss. Find out. Oh god. <laughs> what happens if like you do you lose the game if you pick the wrong person? No, like the way that this game is going to work the- is no matter what route you go through, you're going. Hmm. Everybody's lo- route, like as you get to one, once you incriminate somebody, you fall in love with somebody. So like every route's end has the main character falling in love with somebody, <laughs> but incriminating another person. So like if you do the romance route with Jimbo, like it's going to look like Jimbo definitely killed him. But then in the mm. third act, it's revealed that Jimbo never could have done it because Jimbo was so okay so, doing something else. But you okay. are able to find out that um, Sherlock Holmes' assistant killed him. That's a very classic like murder she wrote thing, like the, the 1980s TV series where they would like up until like the last like 10, 15 minutes, you um, think it's one specific person and then some piece of evidence completely changes it. So like every person we meet will look like the murderer until the very, very last section of the game. Yes. That's and then where, you like, romance the person you were investigating and getting all the points for, but then somebody else did the murder. What happens if you romance the murderer and find out they're the murderer? There is no murder. No route that we go through will lead to you finding out that you've been kissing the murderer because I can't bring myself to create a video oh. game where you've, ki- you've done a kiss on Sherlock Holmes' murder. Oh, and that'll be that. That's the playability. It's like every time, like each time you play the game, it turns out it, it, they have a scenario where everybody's the murderer and everybody's an innocent. So, yeah. like, you can play the game and be like, I'm going to do this route. Who's going to be the murderer on this route? And then, like, how they murdered that person is going to be different. The clues are going to be different. The conversations are going to be different. Oh, that's actually really fun. And that makes the game, like, ten times more playable. Because mm-hmm. now it's just not one person that you have to romance and one person that's the murderer. I love that. I love that. That's a really good idea. Fuck yeah. Now. We need yes. to think about a couple things. Oh my god, it's it's 50 <laughs> Yeah, this is the nug, my dude. We found it. <laughs> don't we don't want to we don't want to do a couple can we do like a couple No, because I think we we need to find AJ, out our boss fights and then we need to go ahead and name this AJ, game. 
can we do five minutes of lightning round? Because I do feel bad that we spent like the first 20 minutes just dicking around. <laughs> <laughs> can we just do like, just pitch each other like some lightning round things? Oh, man, that... dicking around is another possible good name. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> There's a lot of good naming <laughs> possibilities here. We'll get into that's why I want to give how I want a lot of time to figure out that name because there's a lot of good potential. Here. <laughs> okay, okay, it's fine. Uh, but can we do five minutes of lightning round stuff? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have I got one for one you here. Okay, you go. Yeah, because you gave us our nug, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one. Level nine thousand. Yeah, Drew Druid, Drew Davenport at the underscore uh, Davenporter. Uh, Kaiju cleanup crew. So basically, it's just you are constantly. You have a city, you have a down, you have like a, a top down view of a city and things just pop up and you have to like click on them to, uh, to avoid them. But if you don't, if you let things like, if you let a city burn too long, that's going to affect, uh, like it's like a city management system. So like half the city burns. Now you need to spend more money on fixing that part of the city. So you need to put out things as soon as they happen. A lot similar to, um, but- I think oh, you, would, you would need to be mindful about like what monsters are fighting, right? Because if it's mm-hmm. Godzilla and Mothra and Moth and like Godzilla makes a huge fire in the middle of the town park, you got to think to yourself, do I need to send people to go extinguish that fire right now? Because I mm-hmm. know Mothra's got those strong wind gusts. Mm-hmm. And if that fight steers in the right direction, Mothra's going to put that fire out and I don't oh. need to waste city money on this fire. And then, like, on the other side of town is another fight, which you'd be like, okay, I need to dedicate more time and people to this. I like this because this is not, you can't prevent these fights from happening. Yeah, there, they you just, have no you power have over these fights. That. You have to just project what maybe mm-hmm. is going to Unless happen. Unless you pay 99 cents and get Mechagodzilla, and then you can start fighting. <laughs> the, the, the late game does have a mecha godzilla and you can buy that or is that a microtransaction it's a for fucking microtransaction yeah it's a microtransaction you can unlock you can unlock all of like the kaiju actually it could be fun where it's like kind of plague ink style where like every time you pay a dollar or something it unlocks a new monster that includes a new mechanic to the game for you to deal with blake uh-huh the mecha protectors our gotcha game mechanics yeah there you go and then <laughs> oh you you have to like pray to god that you're gonna roll mecha godzilla but if you <gasps> mecha godzilla don't give me mecha mothra mecha mothra gets knocked out of the air and destroys all my buildings all the time i but, hate mecha mothra but sometimes when you roll it actually uh fucking will sometimes be like hey i'm gonna spend 500 uh glimmer or whatever uh what do we call it? uh uh, kaiju points and you're going to make a roll it's either going to summon something that'll help you or it'll summon something that makes it worse oh yeah and like you get the little animation like you're going to get a five-star character and you're like yes 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 and then like uh-oh kinky door is in your town oh fuck and then he's, he's going just, like, to destroy everything. just destroying everything so the whole point of the game is to one build up your city to make it like the the most pristine like city around. That's where your money goes to. It goes towards making really nice things, doing repairs, but it's constantly under attack from kaiju. And yeah. you just kind of have to figure out how to manage your police department, your fire department, uh, your your specific construction crews, and everything else. Right, okay, I got, cool. I Give got two one. for you. Okay, go, go, go. Uh, the first one is from Connor Rain, at Connor Rain. Licensed game based on Kangaroo Jack, but it's marketed the same way the film was. And what, like, do you remember the advertisements <laughs> for that movie? I don't remember the advertisements. The only the, things the I remember about that. only advertise that, like, oh, check it out. It's a t- fun, talking, joking around, mean, sassy kangaroo. And mm-hmm. the actual movie 
is about two guys that got hired by a bunch of mafia to deliver a crap ton of money. The money got stolen by a kangaroo, and so they're on like a run from their for their I lives thought, from the Australian mafia. I thought it was that inside the hoodie was a bunch of candy and a giant diamond. No, it's I, thought, a, I think it's a bunch of money. I believe it's a lot of money because I remember there was a really, really funny. But bit where does in the, the kangaroo where, keep it though? Uh in the in the hoodie. Because okay, so yeah, but how does uh, but a ton of money wouldn't fit in the hoodie? It's a little. It's in a little brown envelope, which I remember because there was a really funny bit when they're on the airplane. The two dudes go into the uh, airplane bathroom and they're like, "Check it out! I'm going to open the envelope." And they're like, "Whoa! There's a bunch of money in here!" And they're oh like, God. "Yeah, there's so much. Oh man, there's so much in here!" And like, there's a little flight attendant lady outside like oh my god what are they doing and then one of the guys like i've never seen so much green in one tiny little brown package and i always thought that was a poop joke but now i'm starting to wonder if it was a blunt joke oh god oh, was shit. that a blunt joke oh Not my god you're probably you're probably right i mean like <laughs> i don't know man i don't know either anyway the kangaroo, they they okay. had the hoodie they put a hoodie on a kangaroo and then the kangaroo ran away with all the money the kangaroo never talks in the movie, but the advertisements all made it look like it was about no, these he, two guys. No, he, to- he totally talks. He talks in the movie. He, it's not that he talks to the guys. It's just we smash cut to him and hear things from his perspective. It's what? like, yeah, it's like it's like uh, the dog in Jojo's part four or part three. It's like it doesn't actually talk to the people. But like when there's that episode where we can hear what he's thinking and talking. Wow. Yeah, that's I remember I, I very much remember that because like it would constant like the two guys would be like, come back, kangaroo, you got our shit. And then it would just smash cut to like, you know, them falling. And then the, the kangaroo would give some sassy remark about them being idiots. But then like once they went and talked to the kangaroo and got the hoodie back at the end of it, it's not like the kangaroo just talked to them. But that would be very 2000s. <laughs> OK, so but what's the game, though? Because we've just been talking about Kangaroo Jack. Well, the, the game's advertised like a, oh, check out our fun kangaroo adventure game. Like it's advertised like a Viva Pinata-esque game. And oh then it's just God. like a really generic third person shooter. It's just GTA. It's like it's a co- <laughs> it's it's just a, it's just the next GTA game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. You got another one for me? Yeah, this comes into- from World's Best Dad 69. Nice. Okay. <laughs> At Alex Creech. The Super Smash Bros. dating game, where you have to max out your relationships with another character and you make a baby. The babies are the fighters. And I don't really want to talk about this submission so much as this reminded me about a real video game that exists in the real world. What? What game? I forget the name of it. I only remember it because there was an anime of it like two years ago, I think. And I remember watching the first couple episodes of the anime. Oh my god, wait. I do remember what you're talking about. Please continue. Please There's continue. There's this JRPG for the DS that the yeah. whole way the game works is like there are girls that you hit on and date. The girls will then have a baby. You then take this baby as your little JRPG companion into a dungeon. I don't remember the name of this game. I don't I, remember the name of this anime. I, I remember, know it was in 2019. Yeah, I remember a buddy of ours played the shit out of that for a long time. A friend of ours owned that game and was like, I played a bunch of that back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, well, I mean, uh, there we go. The game's, the games already exist. There you go. The game have a, already have a exists. Fucking, I just want to have a give, fucking blast. Have you, just a blast. Can't, you just can't date Samus, you know? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that our audience understood that there was a video game out there where it's a JRPG where you hang out with your kids. That is kind of a responsibility of ours now that I think about it. Like when We, we have people... to let our audience know about games if if they give us a horrible idea and we know of a game that has that horrible idea 
it is our duty to inform them that it exists <laughs> and it's playable. All right, let's talk about bosses, my guy. So we're obviously going to go with uh, uh, that one game. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with that game, which let's talk about some naming conventions. Oh, let's go to the bosses and then we'll talk about names. All right. Because there's so, a lot of good directions we can go. I I have one from Zentrica would actually change the game pretty, pretty hard. And also, I don't think I've seen this before. Uh, a room full of vampires from Zendrica. Um, <laughs> okay, well, have here's you, how that have, one works. Have you, wait, really quickly. Have you seen a noir that has vampires? Like a 1930s story that has vampires in it? Does Van this could, Helsing count? That's not in the 1930s. That is like, that's like 1800s, dude. Hmm. That's like the time of Dracula, which was like, I believe in the late 1700s, early 1800s. Then No. No, when I was, have not. God, I, I must sound like an illiterate fuck right now. What time what what year did Dracula the novel come out? Uh. Was 1897. Okay, so like right, that that's around that time, my friend. So like 40 years 30 30 40 years later. So So the way that this one works is like there's obviously like there's one character that you're dating that looks like a vampire. And he's like, mm -hmm. I'm here to not to kill Sherlock. I'm I here to never. suck. <laughs> I'm here to suck. <laughs> blah 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 i am here to suck gotta love those low-hanging fruit jokes man that's that's what defines this podcast that's what defines <laughs> raunchy dating sims <laughs> you're so fucking right uh, but as you pursue this uh one and this romance the final boss of that one is revealed that like he obviously didn't kill sherlock because you're trying to give him a kiss mm -hmm. but there was another person that actually is a vampire if you follow this route <gasps> oh like, like another like another turn, one of the oh my god that's rad and the end instead of it being like the bubble bubble game type it's just like a railway shooter where like you just have to keep on shooting as like little dudes run down the screen i i think it would be kind of cooler if you did a thing where the whole game is about playing bubble blast against one person yeah the final level of that is you playing bubble blast against four people like tetris 99 style oh geez well so it's, that's which, the room full of vampires more interesting for the room full of vampires boss the idea that it changes to four different people fight playing against you or the idea that like it actually kind of changes the ui and the whole setup of the game and turns into a game where you have to shoot people as they're running down to attack you I like the oh, so you're saying like it's still the bubble blast format, it's but still the of bubble blaster format. But rather than shooting your thing to try to make matches, okay. you're just shooting okay. to attack That's... the little vampires as they run down the screen at you. Okay, I like that because I thought you were it's like saying a thing where it's like it's uh, House of the Dead style where they're all like coming at you that way. That kind of railway shooter as I thought what you're saying. No, if it's still in like the little screen where you have your revolver that you're panning right and left and you yeah, have to like it turns hit, into like, like a little Galaga thing rather. Yes, than yes, 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 yes. I like that. Okay, that is way that is way cooler. And there's just like a horde of vampires that are coming at you. And here's the here's the fucked up thing. If you didn't do investigation earlier in that in in that run and found like, hmm, a case of silver bullets, I might as well take this. You never know what if will come in handy. If you didn't grab that, you fucking die in the last round and have to start over. <laughs> that is the that is the most I would love for mechanics that in this game where it'd be like, yeah, there's a potential to fail this run because you didn't gra investigate hard enough. Yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal. All right. AJ, we got to come up with a name. I think Private Dick. We do Dick. need to talk about some names. Private Dick is very good. I also like the name Undercover. 
or undercovers? Under undercovers. Uh, I also like dicking around. Dicking. <laughs> I like private dick. A a a noir dating simulator. Private dick and undercovers. Noir an under, dating simulator. An under, no, an undercover dim- dating simulator. Private dick, an undercover dating simulator. Are we sure we can't do dicking around? No, that's just too on the nose, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like a little bit of, a little bit of class, a little bit of of design in our games. <laughs> well, okay, but that's only in the naming, right? Like the actual writing of this game is going to feel like really cringy. Like we're on some leisure suit, yeah. It leisure feels like suit if, Larry writing, right? No, like, I at leisure suit Larry was kind of fucked up because it was like really transphobic and not fun. Oh yeah, but well, like of course it's without all of the horrible nasty things mm-hmm. so you're thinking like just like ham fit we it just feels like, like a movie Pop without the racism <laughs> well you know actually i uh yes the racism part was fucked up but i felt most of the writing in honey pop was actually really really tightly done most of like it's I, pretty tight for a dating sim yeah well the thing that i love about honey pop that made it such an interesting game for me to play was because of how self-aware it was you just like, like that the one pixie girl bullied you for playing a well, dating shut sim. up shut up shut up <laughs> 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 no i like i i feel that game was fun because so much of it revolved around making fun of that kind of culture that can be very um kind of gross in a way i mean and I, hey but at the same time gross. It, it is a game where you bang someone's and their the, mom yes but at the same teacher. at the same time you're still like i think it's okay for games to revel in their in their rev reverence reverence is it reverence what yeah, do you call sure. it, it what do you call it when something's really raunchy irreverent it's like a fa- irreverent like a game that that's totally fine for a game to be irreverent so, but at the same time, I think there's like a fine line between being like a weird power fantasy and being just like a fun time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. So, what uh, we sh- circling back? What do we want to call this game? Because I feel like dicking around is too on the nose. All right, I, private dick. Private undercovers dick. noir. An un- an undercover dating sim. An undercover dating sim is very good. I, I want to put the S on there though. I think that that adds a level of comedy to it. What private dicks? No, private dick and undercovers <laughs> dating sim. And undercovers dating sim. No, but that that just sounds like bad sentence. <laughs> and under the covers dating and un- sim. And under the cover dating sim. Yeah. Okay. And under the covers dating sim. I, I guess I I don't know. I'm not too confident in it, but if, if that's what you want, buddy. That's what I want. Trust All me right. on this. All right. I got the private dick part. You got the under the covers dating sim part and that's a game that's a game baby we're ready for patch notes (laughs) yeah let's go to patch notes how's it going everybody and welcome to patch notes this week we wanted to go ahead and elevate one a couple voices that we think need to be elevated as well as kind of go back to announcing some of the stuff that we've got going on so Mm -hmm. first and foremost and more importantly uh i wanted to go ahead and link back to the navajo and hoppy families covid relief fund it was a gofundme that i found thanks to the black lives matter card the long and the short of it is that a lot of Native American tribes did not get stimulus money for the COVID pandemic, and that left a lot of them in bad shape. So this is a fund that exists to try to help them out through all of this. And I wanted to link that so that if you guys are still in a position where you can help out, this is mm-hmm. a really good place to help out. I think it's important to check that out, too, because even though kind of everybody's social media is going back to a little bit of normal, a lot of people are still suffering out there. And I feel like we all need to do our part and, you know, 
give yeah give back sure. i think that's i think that's super key especially right now who knows the fucking the next couple of weeks are going to be really weird for everybody so and all of you stay safe out there too like we appreciate that you guys come in and check out with a come hang out with us every week gives us gives us a reason to smile and we hope we can give you guys a reason to smile yeah but uh the second thing that we wanted to talk about and this is more just like a, a an announcement we recently reached a uh one of our goals on patreon uh where we're going to be doing a bonus episode that will be this format, but instead of making a game, we're going to be making movies, and we're taking uh, submissions from our Discord, and we're going to be recording that this week, and the episode should be out uh, either this uh, later this week or early next week. So look out for that, and uh, we hope to we hope to have some fun with you guys. Yeah, uh, and that'll be a bonus episode, so you don't have to worry about missing out on anything. Uh, it's yes. uh, added on to our normal feed. Yes, we're not going to be replacing a regular old episode with it. So with that being said, I think we're ready to bring it to a close. Hell yeah. As always, thank you all so much for listening. Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Gucci, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>